And hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is, of course, the Movie Pit Podcast. I am your host, Christian Renteria, and this is episode 301 of the Movie Pit Podcast. In terms of movie news, again, the, the numbering is really weird, and I'm not going to bring that up every time. I'm just going to bring it up now. Uh, so hello. Uh, this is the Movie News Roundup, of course, where we talk about all of the big movie news items that have come out this week. We'll talk about the tra- big trailers that came out this week, and we'll talk about the movies around theaters and streaming for all your viewing pleasures this weekend. And oh boy, um, this weekend is going to be very interesting. Uh, but before we get to all that, obviously, we got to talk about the movie news, and um, we'll, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're, we're going to talk about that big news item that dropped this week uh, right here on Valentine's Day of all of all days. Hopefully, all of you had a very wonderful and happy Valentine's Day or Single Awareness Day. Uh, I joined the latter half of that um, that phrase. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we're, we're going to talk about it. But before we get to that, we got to talk about the other stuff. I was originally going to talk about the Super Bowl trailers. However, I feel like everything has been already said about those Super Bowl trailers. They were all pretty good. Uh, you know, there was the new Despicable Me teaser that came out that was fine using kind of like AI generated stuff and it turned out to be the minions. Uh, there was a Kung Fu, uh, Panda 4 trailer that dropped. And I'm, I, I like the other Kung Fu Panda movies. I, I just feel like 4 is not doing it for me. Like everything that we've seen. So, I mean, honestly, I haven't, hasn't been much. But from what we've seen, it's not really doing it for me. Uh, and, and that's kind of big because, I mean, this is obviously a very big franchise and it's gotten movies and it, I think it's gotten a TV, ser- uh, TV show, merchandise like crazy. But this movie's coming out in a few weeks. It's coming out in the beginning, not beginning of March, like the second week of March. That's very soon. And we're not really getting a lot of promotion yet i mean i'm sure like you know once we get closer maybe even after this week obviously the super bowl a lot of eyes were on it so you know that is one of the biggest things you you can do but at the same time it's like you guys gotta start repping up this marketing machine because um you know if it wasn't for the super bowl i don't think anybody would know and people don't look at release schedules would know this movie was coming out this week or coming out in a few weeks so there is that but we'll get to that uh quiet place uh day one they released that trailer you know during the week so everyone kind of saw that of course uh the big trailer that everyone was talking about deadpool or get deadpool and wolverine what else can be said that is it, it was great it was a great trailer um everyone's talking about it and the the gun scene where the slow mo where he's reloading his guns that that was really cool. Uh, I'm really excited for it. It is basically a, a first trailer, really kind of a teaser if you want to call it that. So I'm not we're not gonna get too into it, but I I, I did really enjoy it. Uh, the Twisters trailer came out. First trailer for that came out as well. That looks pretty cool. Glenn Powell. I mean, he's gonna be a big big superstar. Uh, it, it feels like it. Top Gun Maverick, uh, anyone but you, obviously still kind of killing at the box office right now. He's got this, and he's got uh, Hitman, which everyone really loved at the film festivals. That's going to come out later this year. I think he's in something else that comes out um, this year, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, but I'm sure he's coming out something else. But uh, yeah, he's 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 gonna he's gonna be making some bank, especially this year. So there you go. But um, I, again, a lot of stuff has already been said about those trailers. I don't want to you know add to the conversation so late, but. I really did enjoy a lot of those trailers. I still don't like the fact that, hey, here's a 30-second clip, you know, a condensed version of the trailer. Go watch the trailer online. I, I don't know. It's like I don't want to divvy my focus, 
But that, that's just I, don't know. I, I know why they do it. But at the same time, it's like just you know, it could be thirty seconds. That's fine. You don't have to. You know, that's just me. All right, so uh, let's get to the movie news before I uh, keep rambling on and on. First movie news tip that we're going to talk about is uh, Masters of the Universe. There's been a big update on that, the long-in-the-works live-action adaptation of Masters of the Universe, a.k.a. He-Man, for those who you know don't know it by that name. Uh, got another big update this week. Travis Knight, the Lenka CEO and uh, part-time filmmaker, is in early talks to direct the uh, movie for uh, Amazon MGM Studios. Knight, uh, Knight will... Uh, and not just direct if he does actually sign the deal. He's only in talks right now. But he will also co-write the script with his Lenka collaborator uh, who has worked with him on his films like Paranorman and Kubo and the Two Strings. Kubo and the Two Strings was actually Travis Knight's first uh, directorial effort. His other directorial effort was Bumblebee. So he's got a pretty good track record in terms of movies. Uh, both of them very, very good. So he's co-writing that script uh, with Chris Butler. I forgot to mention that. Chris Butler is the, the man who's going to be co-writing the script, I believe, with Knight. It's, it sounds from the reports that Knight will be co-writing the script. There's already a script written, so it looks like they're going in and changing stuff for, for themselves and you know to make you know it easier for them to do it. I like Travis Knight. Like I mentioned, Kubo and the, Tr- and the Two Strings, very, very good. Bumblebee was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and he obviously has a very good grasp of... Um, live action so far but also animation and stop motion and obviously he's handling handling another you know property that was very popular in the 80s with he-man uh so i think he's i i think he's a pretty decent choice i mean i i you know they've been working on trying to do this he-man movie for so long and there i know there were like multiple versions at one point and it's just the fact that this thing has been taking so long it's just odd to me because obviously He-Man's still kind of in the public conscience in a lot of it. You know, there's the Netflix series that Kevin Smith is doing on Netflix, which was very good, um, very enjoyable, at least at, at the very least, very enjoyable. I think it's good, but at the very least, it's enjoyable. Um, so He-Man, Masters of the Universe, you know, still in the public eye, public domain, if, if you will, uh, conscience rather, not domain. Uh, so the fact that they haven't done like a live action one in a while is kind of odd you know that they, they had the old one the Dolph Lundgren one from was it the early 80s or something like that I mean I, I hope this comes to fruition because I know Travis Knight has been on a short list for a lot of other projects and they just never they either never go through or he's never you know been signed on so uh, I hope that he kind of gets this because I think it'd be kind of cool if he can handle Transformers uh, he can more than handle um, He-Man uh, and the Masters of the Universe obviously that opening of Bumblebee let, let just give him anything 80s because he perfectly understands it, so that's just me. But uh, we'll go, we'll go from there. All right. Uh, so obviously, the big movie news item that came out this week was, of course, it dropped on Valentine's Day. Marvel Studios dropped the cast for Fantastic Four, and it is pretty much the cast that has been rumored for quite a while. So we have Pedro Pascal playing Reed Richards, aka Mister Fantastic, Vanessa Kirby. Uh, playing Sue Storm, aka the Invisible Woman, Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things uh, as Johnny Storm, aka the Human Torch, and Eben Moss uh, Bacharach, I think I pronounced the last name wrong, uh, as Ben Grimm, aka the Thing. Uh, of course, Ebon um, Moss from uh, The Bear. He plays, um, I forgot his name, Richie. There you go. So they made it official. They are the Fantastic Four. They've been rumored for a while. Um, it was probably one of the worst kept secrets in Hollywood because everyone kind of knew 
uh, that they were cast and a lot of it was like, well, maybe they're not, you know, who, who knows? But no, they, 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 they indeed were. Uh, Matt Shankman, who was, of course, the director for WandaVision, he is directing Fantastic Four uh, off the script by Je- uh, Josh Friedman, Jeff Kaplan, and Ian Springer, which I believe they've also worked on other Marvel projects. I don't um, didn't have that in front of me. I'm sorry about that. But uh, obviously, um, that's some pretty big news. They also dropped a really cool uh, like promo uh, picture where it was the cast. It was them. It was Pedro and, and Vanessa Kirby and and and. Quinn and, and, and Yvonne, uh, all as their characters, kind of like hanging around, with, like says like Happy Valentine's Day. It's very cool. It's very retro. It looks like the 60s. Um, and a lot of people, because of that picture, were saying that maybe the movie is set in the 60s or partially set in the 60s because of it. So I don't know if that's the case, but if it is the case, I think it will be interesting if they do set it in the 60s. But, um, and then kind of, you know, jump it, you know, jump them forward. I mean, it would make sense, like, even if they weren't. In the sixties, or they were in the sixties, and then all of a sudden they kind of jump forward into the into the present. It makes sense because obviously they're trapped in space, and they can just go through a black hole, uh, a black hole of some sort. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but the other big thing for Fantastic Four is they changed the release date, and they actually swapped release dates with uh, Thunderbolts, uh, both coming out next year. Still, uh, so Thunderbolts will now come out on may 2nd so it's coming out a little sooner than expected it was supposed to it was originally supposed to come out on july july 25th to be more exact but now thunderbolts will come out on may 2nd and fantastic four will come out on july 25th it was originally i think it was originally supposed to come out like around valentine's day like i think that was like the original release date they had and then they kept moving it back and, and everything like that uh so the release date change makes sense i mean you know the cast is now official um they haven't started filming yet um, but you know, they're just, you know, kind of doing what they're doing. So, um, this is really cool. I mean, obviously it's a reboot event of the fantastic four. We already had the, the Fox fantastic four movies come out and, uh, this, you know, this is Marvel's first family and we're finally getting them in, getting them in the Marvel cinematic universe. And, uh, it will be interesting to kind of see, you know, kind of what role they end up playing in the MCU, you know, kind of, that would be kind of cool to see, but, um, I'm excited for the cast. Like I mentioned, you know, they've been rumored to have been cast for a while now. And honestly, I don't mind the cast. I think the cast is great. I think Vanessa Kirby's great. Vanessa Kirby from, uh, what's great? The, I, I want to say the white queen, but that's, that's not true. I don't think that's her name because the white queen is an X-Men character. Uh, who does she play? I can't remember who she played. The, not, not the white Lotus. That's the show. I can't remember. She's in the mission impossible movies. The latest ones. Uh, she was also in Hobbs and Shaw. She played um, the uh, unknown Shaw sibling that we didn't know about until the movie. Um, she was also she's been she's been in quite a few stuff recently. So I think that's her. You know, more mainstream fans are probably know her from. But she's been in a lot of dramas too, and she's very good at them. Uh, oh, she uh, she was in Napoleon. She played uh, Napoleon's wife. Uh, I don't know why I forgot about. It. I think I should try to forget about Napoleon. Uh, Joseph Quinn, like I mentioned from Stranger Things, the last season of Stranger Things, uh, he played Eddie. Uh, and he's been in a bunch of other stuff coming out after that. He's going to be in Quiet Place Part um, or Quiet Place Day One, rather. Yvonne's great. Uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I, 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 for some reason, like everyone just remembers him from The Bear now because he's just so good in The Bear as Richie. I forgot he played Micro in the Punisher series, the the Netflix, the, the Netflix one. He played Micro in season one. I did not. I totally forgot that was him. 
Uh, and I was just like looking through like back and like, what else has he been in? And he was micro and I totally forgot about that. He's been in a, bun- a bunch of other stuff too. But um, recently, obviously, everyone's going to you know, remember him as Richie from The Bear. And then there's Pedro Pascal, obviously one of the biggest stars in Hollywood right now. The Last of Us, uh, uh, just uh, Game of Thrones and uh, everything else that he's been, uh, you know, been a part of. And I love Pedro as, as much as the internet. Everyone loves Pedro. He would not be my first choice for Reed Richards. And I know the next question probably you're thinking of or, you know, will come out of your mouth. Who would you say? I honestly don't know. Uh, obviously, we had, you know, Joseph Kaczynski in, in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which uh, he played, you know, perfectly. Now, honestly, that was kind of fan casting because everyone has kind of wanted him in, to play Reed Richards. And that would have been really cool if he came back and, and played Reed Richards. But we got Pedro Pascal. And again, we love Pedro. And a lot of people have always said this about Pedro Pascal. He's like, really pedro pascal like for joel and the last of us granted i never played the games but one of the common things coming out when he was cast for for the last of us was that he is not really joel and then everyone saw the series and and they all shut up because it's like oh no yeah he's actually really good as joel uh so i'm sure he'll knock it out of the park as reed richards aka uh, aka mr fantastic uh mr fantastic you know he's he's not He's one of those characters I think I don't know if everyone understands. Like mainstream audience doesn't, doesn't understand. Like obviously he's he's kind of one of those characters. Like you know he's always trying to cure his friends. He's trying to cure especially Ben uh, because he turns into the thing, and you know he kind of feels responsible for that. And of course he you know he meets his wife in in Sue Storm, and obviously uh, Johnny comes along for the ride as well. And he's one of those characters, he's one of those characters like, yeah, he wants to, you know, find a cure for them and he wants to do good by them and he wants to be a good person, but he's also kind of an ass. And I don't, I don't know if we've seen that really yet portrayed in the, in the, in, in the movies that we've gotten so far, but it would be interesting if they go that route. And I think Pedro, you know, have, can do that fine balance of being a loving husband because that's Reed Richards at the end of the day is a, is a loving husband. He's just an ass a lot of the time because he's so smart and he knows he's the smartest person in the room. Uh, and I think Pedro can pull that off uh, very, very perfectly. So um, not saying Pedro Pascal's an ass. I'm just saying he can pull, he's that good of an actor. He can pull that off. So I like the casting. The casting is great. You know, I just, you know, with the thing with Pedro, it's like, he's one of those guys. I think Pedro's was one of those guys where everyone's like, he's too big of a name now because of the Mandalorian and because of Game of Thrones and now because of The Last of Us and and, and even um, the Nick Cage movie that I bl- I'm blanking on right now, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, that he's such a big actor that it may be distracting for him to play Reed Richards a little bit. And I, I kind of find that true. And part of me would I honestly would have been okay if they went the unknown route, if they casted a bunch of people to – um, to play the Fantastic Four who maybe weren't as familiar. And, you know, I can see the, the the argument or the other side of it. It's like, well, you know, Fantastic Four is a really big deal. You're going to need, you know, people that audiences know to bring them in. And, yeah, and I get that. And, that. and that's true. But with a cast like this, I mean, it's going to be really hard to be like this movie. You know, everyone's like, oh, this movie's going to fail. It's like, no, it's not. You have a lot of big names in Hollywood, a lot of recognizable names, a lot of reckon, even even if not names, faces. Pedro Pascal, obviously being the big one. Uh, Joseph Quinn with a certain audience. 
um, Yvonne with the, the TV crowd for the bear, Vanessa Kirby. Again, if, if anything, she's gorgeous. And I know one of the, always one of the common criticisms with the Fantastic Four is like, why would you cast a beautiful actress to play the invisible woman? But that's just that's her power set. What else are you going to do? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, I'm all for this casting. I'm very interested in seeing what they do. Obviously, the Fantastic Four are a great group of characters, and they have a tremendous history in the comics. And it'll be very interesting to see how they fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, how they push it forward. Uh, obviously, the big thing is, you know, they're always trying to go younger because because they want, you know, these characters to, you know, they want the actors to be around for a while. And, you know, Pedro Pascal's on the older side. Um, there are a lot of them are on the older side. So it'll be very interesting to kind of see, you know, how that plays out as well. But... I'm all for it. I can't wait for it. Uh, so I, I, I'm I'm game. Uh, a lot of people seem to be excited about it. Uh, so I will join in that excitement for for everybody. So yeah, there you go. That's the news, everybody. Uh, let us move on to the movies that are coming out in theaters and streaming for all your viewing pleasures. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, let's talk about the movies coming out on streaming first. I've only found one. I could be wrong about this, but uh, there was one that stuck out uh, on the release schedule, and it's called Players. It's going to be on Netflix uh, and the synopsis reads like, so New York sports writer Mac has spent years devising successful hookup plays, and places in quotes in the synopsis, with her friends. But when she unexpectedly falls for one of her targets, she must learn what it takes to go from simply scoring to playing for keeps. The movie stars Jenna Rodriguez as the character of Mac, Damian Wayne Jr., uh, Lisa Koshy's in here, Joe Courtney's uh, also in here, uh, along with uh, Tom Ellis, who played um, Lucifer in the series Lucifer. Uh, I saw a trailer for this, I think, when it, like when it first dropped, and it looked okay, it looked kind of funny. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be something that I end up watching, but... You know, it's Valentine's Day weekend. You need a rom. You need a rom com. There you go. You got, you got that for uh, going for you. All right. Uh, so speaking of movies, these movies are already out because they came out on Valentine's Day in the middle of the week. Uh, so we have uh, very quickly uh, Bob Marley, One Love, and Madam Web. <laughs> uh, so I, when it comes to Bob Marley, One Love, I've heard some things that it's not a great biopic. Uh, even though the movie did have um, the uh, the okay and the the advisement of the Marley estate and his children, which is great, because uh, you obviously want that in a biopic about one of the biggest you know known singers in the world. Um, but I heard that you know it's not that great of a biopic, and it only really you know kind of focuses on a few years of his life uh, and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I might still go watch it. I'm not. I wasn't really rushing to the theater to watch Bob Marley. Uh, I'm not. I don't know a lot of his music, obviously, except for the the big major ones that we all know. But um, what well, we'll see about that. And then Madam Web. Oh, Madam Web. Um, <laughs> the reviews have not been kind to Madam Web. Um, I know there's a very small coalition out there, whether they're joking or whether they actually mean it, of being like, no, this movie's going to be good. Like people are just starting giving it a chance. I don't think so because I think even the people who are uh, who are like me who in, you know tend to enjoy a lot of movies are saying this movie is not good. <laughs> so uh, I have not watched it yet. 
I unfortunately probably will be watching it this weekend. Um, I was going to go in anyway with zero expectations. Uh, and uh, now I walk in with very, very to none to, to just knowing that this movie is not going to be good. So maybe I'll have some more enjoyment out of it, knowing that this movie is not going to be as good as um, I didn't think it was going to be <laughs> uh, to begin with. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, I know Dakota Johnson and the rest of the cast, uh, Sydney Sweeney, uh, Isabella Marced, they've been going around and doing the press tours and do, trying to do a really good job of promoting this movie as much as they can. But especially Dakota Johnson, she's, she's, she wasn't having it. I, I don't know if she signed up for a different movie. I think she said that the script, the script changed a lot from when she first saw it to what we see in the final product. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I can't speak any, you know, any more about it other than, you know, what I've seen online. And I, even then I wasn't going and chasing man and web news. So I wasn't really excited for it. I think, you know, uh, so, Sony, Sony pictures, man, they just, they don't know when to quit. You know, everyone tells them your movies are not good. Your movies are not good because they don't have Spider-Man in them. And they just keep insisting like, no, we're going to keep doing it whether you like it or not. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Madam Web, your big movie this weekend, along with Bob Marley, One Love, already out in theaters, obviously, and then Players on Netflix. Um, this is going to be an interesting week. I, I once again will not have a um, review. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna wait on the February catch up uh, for next month to talk to you guys about movies that I've watched. I watched Lisa Frankenstein. I, I haven't recorded my part for the catch up yet, but um, that was a movie that uh, I appreciate what they were doing not the biggest fan of it and so I, I will leave it at that to give you a little preview of what's what's to come um early next month when we talk about the movies in february madam web will probably be one of those i don't i don't, uh, don't want to say i'm going to do a madam web podcast by itself because i, I just just hearing everything and i'm I, again i am always one of those people that's like i will not let any kind of you know hype i won't let any whatever's going on reception of the movie affect my viewing when i go watch a movie i want to go in there as clean as possible you know just soak up the movie for what it is yeah, whether i think it's good whether I'm, I'm hyped for it whether i'm anticipating it whether it's a movie i have zero expectations for good or good good and bad but everything but but everything coming out of madam web is like this is exactly what i thought it was gonna be and i haven't even watched the movie yet so i don't know that's gonna be a painful to watch but uh and, and again you know movies are very hard to make and i don't i i will come out saying at least one nice thing about the movie that's what i want to do so there you go thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week very much appreciate it and uh i look forward to next week uh with you guys i think next week will be interesting because i'm actually going out of town so i don't know if i'll drop the podcast earlier or if I will drop one of my already pre-recorded podcasts, uh, which is a, a rewatch of something that I've done. And that was announced very, that was announced a long time ago. And um, I think I might be doing that for next week just because I don't know if I'll have time to record um, and edit properly a podcast, like a, a news roundup podcast. Because I'll be going out of town at the end of the month. Uh, but, um, I'll keep you guys updated, obviously on the, uh, on the socials for, for that. But, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Let me know what you guys thought of the movie news. Are you 
okay with the fantastic forecasting? Do you do you expect something else? Um, do you think it'll be good? Do you think you know won't be good? Did you see Madam Web? What did you think of the movie? Let me know uh, everywhere that you, know, you can comment on on the socials. Uh, links are all down below for uh, in the description slash show notes area for you can listen to the podcast on social media platforms and all that good stuff. So thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you guys next time. Be good people. And as always, go watch some movies. Woo-hoo! Yeah! Give it up! Movies!